Hi and welcome. You are listening to the Happiness Hacks podcast and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast and this is episode 99, the curse of I'm fine. Hey gang, so excited to be back here. So today I want to talk about the way to get through anxiety. We all know this starts with feeling your feelings. We all know this because I've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast. But that's way easier said than done, which is something I talk about a lot on this podcast too. We have to acknowledge what we're feeling because the anxiety keeps us trapped up in our heads in this ah frantic energy and we need to drop back down into our bodies and actually acknowledge what else is going on other than just the frantic energy that's happening around us. And so this week, I had a fascinating realization on this whole phenomenon of stress and the curse of I'm fine and how we deal with it when we have anxiety, especially high functioning anxiety. The more stressful things that happen in our lives, the more we convince ourselves we're fine. So you would think that the more stressful things that happen in our lives, the more the wheels would be falling off and we would be totally crying and stressed out and giving ourselves all this extra love because we're so stressed out. But no, actually the opposite happens. The more stressed out we get, the more we convince ourselves we're fine and that everything's okay. So I'm going to give you an example just to illustrate the point. Let's say you have you have a stressful week. You know, it's Sunday night, you're headed into the week, you know it's going to be stressful because the kids' activities are picking up, they're in full swing, you have a project due at work, and your husband is going to be traveling for part of the week. Oh, sounds very stressful. As the start of the week, you say to a friend on Monday morning, oh my gosh, I am so stressed out. This week is going to be packed. We have so much going on. And your friend is like, I get it. I'm here if you need me. I have it. I have a light week, so I can totally help out if you need some help. You're so appreciative. You're like, yay, thank you so much. And you give a big hug and you move on. And then Tuesday hits and your oldest comes down with strep. The dog escapes and runs all over the neighborhood and your car gets a flat tire. And on Wednesday, your husband, who was supposed to be home that night, calls to say his flight is delayed and he's hoping to make it home by Thursday. So your stressful week, quote unquote, has turned into hell. And what happens is you act like everything's fine. So the more stressed out you get, the more you're like, it's fine, I got this. And then I bet what happens is your body starts showing you you're stressed. So you might have indigestion or headaches, you can't keep a thought in your head, you're extra grouchy and the tensions run high. But in your mind, everything's fine. You got it. The plate is full, but you're on top of it. And so it's this opposite thing that happens. Your body is screaming with stress, but your mind has taken over. I would argue that your monger and your BFF have taken over and are telling you, just keep going. We got this. We got this. And so you are in pure survival mode. And there is no way (laughs) when you're in pure survival mode, you're going to start acknowledging your feelings. It's just not going to happen. So this aha came to me, this realization of this pattern came to me this week with me. And we got a new dog uh, last Sunday. He's absolutely adorable. He's Watterson is his name. He's this beautiful black lab, 14 months old. And he's a handful. You know, we're trying to get him acclimated to our house. We're trying to get him acclimated to our cats. Like it's a lot. And so that alone would be a lot. But then on top of that, I had a bunch of doctor's appointments this week. 
Um, we had some issues in our personal life, like just stuff has been happening that's put the stress, our plate is full. And it was Thursday afternoon, and I'm like, couldn't keep a thought in my head. Like, I just feel like everything just keeps flying out of my brain without me even thinking on it. I'm just dropping balls all over the place. And I was like, well, wow, I only do that when I'm really stressed. But I'm not that stressed, you know, I mean, we don't have a lot going on. I don't know why I'm acting this way. I don't know what's wrong with me. And so I just kind of kept going. <laughs> and more and more stuff kept piling onto the plate. And I, my indigestion crept up. I started getting a headache. And I was like, wait a minute, you are really stressed. Like, when are you, when is it enough stress for you to acknowledge it? And so it was just kind of this aha that I feel like I pass this threshold. You know, I go along with all my stress. And then I hit this threshold where it's just like I've crossed over into survival mode. And to get it when I'm in survival mode, that means I'm also in denial mode of what's really happening. And so I completely ignore my body. I completely ignore everything around me. And I just plow ahead with the I got this, I'm going to keep going, just moving forward on automatic. Meanwhile, my anxiety is through the roof. I'm driving my husband crazy because I have all this anxiety. I'm, you know, overanalyzing every little thing. I have my anger and irritation is up higher, all because I'm ignoring what's really going on. And this happens all the time. I see it in myself. I see it in my clients. And I probably venture to guess you can see it in your life too. And so what's happening is your monger is totally running the show. You're overwhelmed. Your monger steps in to remind you how overwhelmed you are, how many balls you've dropped, how much you suck, everything that's going wrong. And so your BFF steps in. And remember, your BFF is the voice of false self-compassion. And so her favorite thing to do is to blame other people. So she's going to blame your husband for traveling. She's going to blame the dog. She's going to blame your kids for having too many activities. And she's going to get you all riled up in a sense, because she's blaming everyone around you. And she's going to say, go ahead, have that third drink. She's going to encourage you on Wednesday night when your husband calls and says, I'm not coming home until tomorrow to drink that bottle of wine. Then Thursday morning, you wake up and you have a hangover and your monger is even louder than she was before. And so that argument between those two keeps you in this high stakes anxiety. It's overwhelming. You can't handle it. So you go into auto mode, because you know how to do auto mode. You're really good at white knuckling it. You're really good at toughing it out and holding it together and soldiering on. That is one of your strengths. And so it's recognizing when you are soldiering on and toughing it out, and your body is screaming to say, whoa, there's too much going on here. We need to figure out how to take care of ourselves. And so that combination that the more stressed we get, the more we ignore our bodies, the more we ignore the messages of the biggest fan, who's there whispering saying, Oh, sweet pea, whew, we need to slow down, we need to do this differently. And so a couple weeks ago, I posted on Instagram about a habit that I have that when I go to the bathroom, I don't look at myself in the mirror, because um, I'm always on to the next thing, usually, you know, just on to the next thing and not really paying attention. And so I've been trying to do this practice of looking in the mirror. And really, you know, touching my hands over my heart and being like, okay, sweet pea, what's going on and kind of giving myself a check in. And this week, as I was super stressed out and running from thing to thing, I totally stopped doing that. I totally stopped checking in with myself in the mirror. Like I didn't even notice 
A, I didn't even notice I wasn't doing it. But B, it was a real recognition of, oh my gosh, I am in such a survival mode. I'm not even doing the things that I know make me feel better. And that is to stop and check in and see what's happening. Because our monger convinces us there's no time. We have to keep going. We have to keep plowing ahead. We can't be stopping. This is, ah, there's so much to do. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. And so underneath our calm, I'm fine, I got it all together, is this hyper energy, this hyper high functioning anxiety energy. And the only way to get rid of that crazy energy is if we slow down and we acknowledge what we're feeling and we say, oh my gosh, I am so overwhelmed right now. I am so frustrated that I have to drive the kids everywhere. I am so lost and confused on this project that we have for work. I don't know how we're going to finish it all. I am so overwhelmed with all the responsibilities I have, and I need to figure out how to do this differently. And then when we slow down and get into our bodies, and then we can be like, okay, wow, my head hurts. Oh my gosh, I have a really bad indigestion. We could take some deep breaths, do a little dance, get it a wiggle, and then we can pull back and see the big picture and say, oh yeah, remember on Monday when your friend said, I have a light week and I'd be happy to help? Maybe I could call on her and say, could you pick the kids up on Thursday? I really need to stay late at work and figure out this project. And so when we get out of the fight or flight mode, when we get out of the soldiering on and the sucking it up buttercup and we're able to acknowledge what we're feeling, slow down and get into our bodies, and kindly pull back to see the big picture, we can see we have other options that someone offered to help. Maybe fast food and pizza is how the week's going to roll, and we're just going to be okay with that. And we're going to try to sneak in our fruits and vegetables where we can. Maybe it is a week that we are really going to have to ask the kids to step up and help out because dad isn't here and I'm losing it. And so we can ask for help. So all of that stuff comes when we kindly pull back to see the big picture. But here's the glitch. The pull, the pull of the good girl, the pull of the perfectionist, the pull of I got this, I'm fine, is so strong. It's so built into us. It's such a part of us. And it's such a place where we find pride that it hurts us. And so it's hard to go against that voice. And so that's where I just am saying, I hear you. I get it. I understand how hard this is. But I also know that we can't keep doing this. We can't keep pushing ourselves to the point of headaches and backaches and indigestion and overwhelm and stress and insomnia and all those things our bodies are screaming at us about. We can't keep doing this. And so we have to find a different way. I hear you that your high-functioning anxiety has helped you get to where you are, but I also hear you that it's hurting you. And so this hard wiring is hard to unwire, but it's possible. You know, I caught myself this week. And then in the past, I would never have caught myself. This aha never would have happened. And so for me to be able to say, wait a minute, listen to your body, what's going on? That's a huge win. I'm still in the middle of the week. It was still stressful when that came to me. I wasn't just sucking it up buttercup. I wasn't just plowing forward. I was able to stop. And so I encourage you to find a way you can stop 
is that putting a sticky note in your car to encourage you to, you know, just that just says ask. So you acknowledge what you're feeling. Is it starting your morning every day by looking at the day and saying, wow, where is this day going to be stressful? Where can I put in a break? Where can I take care of myself? And just understanding the day and doing some pre-planning so you don't get into the fight or flight mode. You don't get into the I got this place. You catch yourself before you get there and you're able to put in some buffer rooms. So any of those, you know, there's a lot of ideas and a lot of ways to go around this. I am going to stick in the show notes a PDF on your feelings. And I really want you to take a look at that. It's also in my book, The Happier Approach. I have a, a page that's devoted to the feelings. So if you have The Happier Approach, you can pull that out. And it's really helpful to look at that to be able to see, okay, wow, I may be saying I'm feeling angry, but really underneath that anger, I'm, I'm seething, or I'm super frustrated, or I'm irritated, or wow, I am feeling really insecure right now. And so this feelings list really helps you tap into what else is going on other than just I'm angry at my husband for being late. What else is under there? You know, I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling like a bad mom. I'm feeling insecure. And being able just to acknowledge those feelings makes such a difference. And it helps prevent that pushing externally, the drive to get everything done, because that's what the mode we go into. We get into this mode where we're just about accomplishing. And we forget that we're human beings who have a body that needs us, that needs attention. We need to pay attention to our biggest fan that's there saying, come on, sweet pea, we can do this, but we got to take care of ourselves. So I would love to hear what you think about this idea, if this is something you can relate to. So send me an email, nancyjane at live-happier.com. As I'm getting into these different episodes on high-functioning anxiety, it's been awesome to hear from you guys and to be like, yes, I can relate, or no, I can't relate here, and maybe this isn't me, or maybe this is me. I just love interacting. So if you can email me and let me know how that's going or chime in on my Instagram, that'd be great. It's always awesome to hear from you guys. So that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. It's always awesome. If you guys show up here every week and I really appreciate it. Again, please send me an email, nancyjane at live-happier.com. You can always follow me on Instagram at nancyjane underscore livehappier. And until next time, here's to living happier.